Back up, please. Hello and welcome to Indica's episode number 239. I'm your host, Aditya, and along with me, I have Abhishek. Sitting with a cup of coffee and chapati. Have you ever tried that? Uh, it's, 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 yeah, it's 7 in the morning, so I get terribly hungry the moment I wake up. I don't know about you or others. So yeah, chapati chaha is what is my first thing in the morning. But these days I've been told don't drink too much tea because I've been downing quite a bit. Tea? Hmm. I thought tea was supposed to... Oh, but Indian tea is different, isn't it? Ah, tea tea otherwise, it's supposed to be like antioxidants and things like that in the morning. It's supposed to be good, right? No, correct. Our teas are our regular tea with, with milk. But yeah, that's because it's also... It's cool here or cold here. Before the recording, you saw me wear sitting here in a sweater. But when I checked the temperature outside, it's uh, about 18 degrees, which is nothing compared to Delhi, which was touching uh, uh, 3 on 2 and Gurgaon minus 1. It was expected, but I don't think it went that much. And Jaipur is almost uh, 0. So uh, yesterday I had taken the motorbike out for about 2 minutes and cold. It was almost midnight. I remembered of a friend of mine who lives next yeah. in the next building. I met him after about 15 years. I asked him, I'm not sure if I've told you this. So how are you doing? How's job? He replied, I just emerged uh, in November. Emerged? Emerged. emerged? emerged. Emerged, yeah. And he just said it out. Emerged. I mean, Wow. So emerged. Yeah. Ah. Jesus Christ, take care. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think for me, he is that because the nature of his job, his thing is to be in a submersible with five people and he's ah. a team lead and he is down there for Two months is what he said, where their job is to uh, make sure that underwater pipelines that carry oil Cables. yeah, and that they are in good condition. And he said the biggest stress there is not physical, but mental because you don't have anybody of except course. those six guys. That must be one industry that doesn't want gender equality, right? <laughs> you, you've just uh, touched a very raw nerve there. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yes, because the biggest uh, uh, rebuttal to women or men who talk about equality of outcome, equal opportunities. This is the card that is thrown at them. So if you want that, then all your uh, mason workers, painters, painters, money, the ones who, yeah. or, or laborers, they also should, you know, would women also want to be in that line? You you sound like, you know, this, this, is, this is the classic uh, argument that is made by Jordan Peterson. Right from University of Toronto. Have you seen his videos? The correct, correct. The guy with the must. Sorry, a beard, right? Yeah, exactly. So, ah, so that guy. Right, I... But however, again, yes. so going back to to what I said, I was jokingly saying that. But but dude, these professions are uh, they're high risk. There is one um, cold room manager, bolke bande hai, who uh, have to at four in the morning wear fifteen layers of clothing, go inside a cold room which stores whatever your fish and this and that and then stay there for as long as it takes to fix certain things while the cold room is on because you can't let the perishables basically under underwater jhadu wala hai na even that should come under premium <laughs> exactly that's how someone someone would would explain it to someone's mom etc <laughs> it's minus 20 degrees or or those guys who work as researchers or avalanche forecasters so i for listeners um, i was just scribbing about general things in life with Aditya and then I re- when just reading up on these professions, you realize there is there is a lot of stress in all workplaces, but uh, at least you, you don't have to worry about uh, dropping dead or not having enough oxygen. But that stress is something that is predictable or rather you are expecting it. 
the the sort of stress that you were talking about is is not supposed to be there that is what makes it stressful anyways anyways yes let's come back to the topics that we have by the way so let's start with the first one and remember i had teased a trivia last time about the tallest mountain yeah uh, we will get to that we will get to that but let's start with the first one which is about joshi math which is the gateway to the famous pilgrimage site of badrinath is currently sinking hmm. and when i say actually sinking it is actually really really sinking due to what is known as land subsidence and for anyone who has looked this up online when you type joshimat you will find houses with cracks going through them through the walls uh, the roads and the pavements have got these cracks as if there was an earthquake there some 25000 people are at risk parts of joshimat and uh, they've sunk as much as 70 cm 200 families have already been evacuated so yeah and there was a flood that happened back in february 2021 as a result of part of nanda devi glacier which broke off and it led to massive floods flash floods in uttarakhand you know 30 odd people were confirmed to be dead and then there are 165 around reported missing most likely dead as an aftermath of that people started noticing cracks appear in their homes and around 600 houses have been evacuated after a local temple collapsed and people have been trying to get attention to this particular topic but after that local temple collapse it really came into the forefront the entire town has been classified into zones as such ranging from danger to buffer and completely safe areas demolition work has started you've got to wonder how those people live in fear one family that was interviewed there uh, he's got a one year old at at his house and in the night if he would hear a creak he would run to the kitchen because that was the place where there was this big beam about to get off to, to see if the house falls under him there's no nowhere else to go and it's cold up there uh, during these times oh yeah and oh, yeah. yeah there there, there are hotels true. with uh, rooms that have been marked as x in red with a chalk which is to say that you can't rent that particular room out because it's not inhabitable okay? it it might just fall off any moment yeah and and the reason we are talking about joshimat is because you know the char dham as they call it char dham yatra this is where it all begins this is the place and you have actually been on that char dham like like we were i think we referred to that recently yes a couple of episodes ago yeah 83 kilometers trek across char dhams and this is and also you also have bharat ki akhri chai ki dukan somewhere up there if joshimat sinks there is a big question mark on what happens to everyone who make that uh, trip up there every year it's also partially down to the construction Uh, boring through those uh, mountains you've got suvs that can go up there so you have to make room for it all of that uh, has caused enough uh, damage around in fact there was some study just uh, a mandal commission rata na mandal commission basically commission rata mandal came to mind because <laughs> there was the most famous one but this was in, in, in school growing up yeah. no the mishra commission uh, the first alert was raised back in 1976 when MC Mishra Commission reported that Joshimat was situated on an old landslide zone and was sinking and that was a time when there were barely 200 300 houses now there are over 4000 buildings you have homestays hotels 
a shop selling Maggie, the fastest selling thing up there. It's a proper tourist pilgrimage site. The locals have been complaining about this for years. Isro also reported that uh, in just 12 days, uh, Joshimat sank 5.4 centimeters through its satellite uh, wow. imagery. Wow. There's another study by Indian Institute of Remote Sensing. Between July 2020 and March 22, they found that Joshimat has been sinking at a rate of 6.5 centimeters per year. And, and the government's first reaction was to stop these researchers and scientists from talking or tweeting information out there without consulting them. That apparently the reason, hmm. the, one of the reasons, as they say, is this, the, the, the flash flood that happened. Yeah. But there are, as you mentioned, there has been a lot of development happening, including infrastructural development, where they're trying to build a big power plant out there for which which drilling was being done. As a result, people say there are these underground changes that are happening. The chairman of NTPC has come out and said, no, that is, that's not true. We stopped drilling about two years back because our drill actually broke. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> then they said that there is this big infrastructure. There is a highway that is being constructed uh, because there is border there, right? To ensure that... Uh, vehicular traffic can go right up to the border because there are important army. There's an army base there, very strategic army base near Joshimut. Then there is an international skiing destination, which is Oli, where they were putting up these chairlifts for which they had to uh, drill in to put that thing. There there are so many people are trying to point finger at every possible development that has happened. But as you said, you know, Joshimut is located on a place which has been formed as a result of landslides. Is this truly because of development? Development is is probably fastening or hastening the entire process of land subsidence. But humans are not, humans are not supposed to be there in <laughs> these numbers. And they are there only because of uh, devotion to an invisible force. I remember at Gaumuk, which is the source of the Ganga, which... Uh, you have to you know walk for a while to get there and uh, there were a couple of aunties at the time 15 15 years ago they were disappointed the three of us uh, the friends we were we were just looking at awe at the source of the ganga with this playing in the voiceover right behind us <laughs> and it's a beautiful one it's not too big uh, Aditya. Yeah, it's a small thing, right? It's a, yeah, it's not very big, which is even more baffling that, you know, that river goes thousands and thousands, whatever, hundreds of kilometers and then joins the ocean and everything. Brahmaputra ke saath bhi uska confluence later. And so it's a sight to behold. There is a, a glacier through which uh, there is clean water coming in because that's the start of it all. Everything starts out small, basically. Mm, ah. Ah, <laughs> much like Joshi, but where it started sinking slowly, unfortunately, and now people have taken notice. And it's not just uh, there are sinking cities. So when you start looking up, uh, uh, there are other places in the world and they've had to contend with it. Uh, it's a natural phenomena. Like in Jakarta yeah. is losing some seven and a half centimeters uh, every year. It built, a, there was a big plan of building a huge seawall, which 
should be some 24 meters high and 40 kilometers long this is back in 2016 i'm not sure if they've gotten around it or that project was shelved or so there are these wacky uh, ideas that we have to come up with venice it's a floating city anyway right so their thing was to get these inflatable gates on the seabed which will be raised so that you know it closes off the lagoon during high tides you have to get around these problems with joshimat currently it's evacuation and i'm not sure if at that altitude anything else is even even doable talking about altitudes you were so joshimat is located at about 1890 meters above sea level which gives us a good segue to move on to the next topic that we have which is which is the tallest mountain abhishek in the world for listeners listening to this one and not the previous one aditya had what you had bumped into an article which you said blew your mind because all of us I, thought mount everest was the tallest mountain in the world yes. i ran into a youtube clip which was presented by neil degrasse tyson he's an amazing guy he uh, you should you should look him up degrasse tyson he's a communication specialist more than a scientist what is that about breaking down concepts and me explaining wow. them well on different sorts of things right ranging from astrophysics to things like what we are going to talk about right now so there is something called a communication specialist out there which is so comforting to know <laughs> they always say right if you can't if you can't explain it to yeah, uh, a 5 year old yeah 5 yeah. okay six, oh, i thought it's getting younger now uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> five year old then you don't really understand it something like that right okay coming back to the question so abhishek let's simulate this conversation which is the tallest mountain in the world yeah i've always believed it was mount everest like a few hundred million people like me and what do you mean tall tall in the sense what is the reference point it's it's usually sea level isn't it what some 29000 uh, feet above the sea level making it the highest peak yes. in the world right you're right not just sea level the global mean sea level okay which is the average level of ocean surface from which elevation is measured but the summit of mount everest is not the farthest point from the earth earth center because earth is not a perfect sphere right it is it is a bit thicker at the equator ये थोड़ा hmm. बल जाता है पता है ऐसा देखा hmm. हमेशा थोड़ा सा बल्जिंग होता है एट द इक्वेटर मतलब जीरो डिग्री जहां पे एंड दिस बल्ज इज ड्यू टू सेंट्रीफ्यूगल फोर्स व्हिच इज क्रिएटेड बिकॉज अर्थ इज कॉन्स्टेंटली रोटेटिंग राइट इसलिए थोड़ा सा इट इज इट्स बिट थिकर एट इन द मिडल सो द समिट ऑफ चिम्बोराजो इज सिक्स थाउजेंड टू हंड्रेड एंड सिक्सटी एट मीटर्स अबव the summit of chimborazo is over 2072 meters farther than the center of earth than everest peak which makes chimborazo the closest point on the earth to the stars perspective sir your baseline has changed baseline, yes. it is like uh, that uh, marlboro ad Malpride. A huge, there was a huge <laughs> No, there was a huge hoarding which was which went. I mean, it is quite famous. Imagine a huge hoarding, a billboard. On one side it shows a graveyard, and the other side it shows people partying. And the line says that uh, you know every year X hundred million people die uh, because of smoking, but the rest X hundred millions ha- are having a good time. Thank you very much. Correct. And then <laughs> that's a comedy. I think it is Malpride perspective. 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 
it may be even surprising that Everest is not even the tallest mountain on earth either. It is actually a mountain called Mauna Kea, which is a, a volcano on the big island of Hawaii. Mauna Kea rises from deep beneath Pacific Ocean and rises for more than 10,200 meters from base to peak. Quite a bit of that mountain would be underwater. So why why do you think Next, Mount Everest gets all the glamour? It's because of... Uh, uh, because of these de- these definitions as to its tallest. Yeah, it is still, you know, jo dikta hai, wo bikta hai, right? You talked like George Mallory, man, the guy who almost, or it is still, con- meaning back in 1924, I think he passed away climbing the Everest while coming back. Nobody has documented Everest, the uh, evidence that he actually made it first, but he was the first one who made it look like it was possible. And then later, Tenzing, Norway, and Edmund Hillary climbed it. So, wo bola tha, same thing. When somebody asked him, why, why do you want to climb the Mount Everest? Why are you so crazy to do that? He said, because it's there. Because it's there. Exactly. <laughs> After that, the, the reporter might have been like, what do you But his story is also, I think, more dramatic than the actual climb. Huh? Because there was no equipment at the time. No and oxygen, to be, I guess, and, right? I'm, I don't know. I think there was oxygen. You know, it wouldn't last you long and then you'll have to carry some heavy loads. See, 1924, they found his body somewhere closer to the summit. So the fact that somebody could get as close itself was a big deal. Wow. And a related suggestion or recommendation to watch on Netflix is this uh, documentary or rather movie called 14 Peaks. Nothing is impossible. Have you watched that? No, I've heard a lot about it though. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's by Nirmal Purja. So he climbed 14 peaks of 14 of the tallest peaks in just seven months, back to back. People take years to prepare for to climb just one. And this guy did it in seven months, 14 of world's death zones as they are known, death zone peaks. It's mind-blowing. Uh, hey, he is, by the way, an amazing target for point blank podcast true that's true i think we should contact him and i think i think why has aditya brought this up after eight years of we having recorded the last one we got a chance to talk to rb ramesh who's the coach of many legendary already legendary young kids like pragnananda prague you remember you guys so if you guys remember we spoke about we spoke about uh, prague who got the arjuna award recently who is uh, the grandmaster at 7 17 beat magnus carlsen his coach is who abhishek got a chance to catch up with and i love the part where he says what when you asked him what is the biggest hurdle while teaching these guys and he was like these parents <laughs> Parents, parents who actually know how to play chess are his biggest problem. <laughs> yeah, man. He's got a one-hour YouTube video somewhere talking about, hey, parents, please don't come in the way. Let the kids enjoy the game. And the depressing part was when he says how 
kids run away from their parents after a defeat because they don't want to confront them and they come to me and uh, we have a little bit of a joke about it so whether in chess in keyboard in studies or sports just stay away parents and aditya and i are parents ourselves so we must also Indeed. be guilty of trying to poke our nose sometimes <laughs> but i've i've been a horrible parent in that way i i need to learn how to how to keep away or how to stay away from sports or not express my feelings or not show my emotions at least not on the day not not at the moment <laughs> because i have yeah. seen fathers yeah. do that when we were kids table tennis khel rahe somebody misses a shot and uh, because i smashed it in his direction because it was a bad ball and his dad is saying aisa kyu khel raha hai chop kar chop tu top spin kar top spin <laughs> even you are a little embarrassed for the kid there there is enough to deal with these days anyway with kids anyway we will start sounding very philosophical now because we invoked jordan peterson at the beginning and now we are talking yeah. about this now so this one let's temper the conversation a little bit sleeping on the job is one of the latest perks that is being offered in india by a few digital companies so startups like wakefit no broker licious solve they are looking to incorporate quiet time for employees for their mental well-being and to help better work life balance so you can sleep at work they are calling it the right to nap plan so when i say sleeping it actually is napping you know there is scientific research to show actually that naps that are most beneficial if they are kept to around 20 to 30 minutes longer will risk going into deep sleep which is rem sleep and then you will wake up with a lot of grogginess you don't want that shorter naps may not have any benefits at all 20 to 30 minutes remember siesta and stuff like that mm. on the other end of the spectrum uh, are companies who would have you mark yourself uh, present and absent even when you are working from home <laughs> let much be linked to the payroll system basically they they are telling you we don't trust you guys yeah, part of the process but even the big multinationals do that don't they so i was working at an outfit a known entity in india at 525 the employees would flock around the reception because everybody wanted to swipe their cards in front of that little biometric machine and people would just come and tuk 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 it, it would beep and the whole office would be it would be gone it was as if there was a bomb scare or something 5 minutes ago it was all, they, people were all there so even if you introduce these rules of having attendance systems people will still do what they have to anyway they'll just they're falling in line because they don't want their salaries to be docked i think overall overall companies understand that it is about they don't want to bring in all these things but there are these few people right all these <laughs> yes. all, the few people who make it harder for everyone else make it harder for everyone who who are not that motivated for whatever reasons that they might have something happening going on in their life etc whatever it is a tax that everyone else has to pay and it goes for any other company policy as well true that there is proper study being done that not all hours at work are productive apparently one by sweden's there is one guy called ronald paulson of sweden's how do you pronounce L U N D. It's Lund University, right? It's not Lund. Lund. I think so. Yeah, think yeah. So. so no pun intended. The, so the empty labor. You were you 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 were waiting uh, for me. You were waiting for me to. I try. was genuinely <laughs> looking. At it. Sab malum hai. Sab malum hai thera. The name may be there. I had a friend whose last name was Chodnekar. You couldn't be laughing at it. It's his true name, Amit Chodnekar. He had a very funny nickname as well. 
लॉन्ग Three hours a day means you are productive. Not, not for, that much. Yeah, not that much. Actually. Yeah, I think smoke breaks, lunch breaks, snack breaks, or chatting with people. Jata nahi lagya utna time yar. One and a half hours to aaram se. Aaram se, aaram se. But you know, talking about productive hours, everyone is productive at a different time, right? So I think you had recommended me a book about, or I did to you. I don't know about how sleep works. why we sleep that's a brilliant book yeah why why we sleep yeah and there is a chapter about how sleep works etc in there i think that's a brilliant book that everyone should read about why sleeping is important and all those sort of things and there they talk about circadian rhythm and how different people have different productivity some people are early risers they call them some people are you know work better at night and how people who work at night they are considered to be lazy because typical definition of work hours are they are 9 to 5 so it's an interesting i no, think it's it a, it's a brilliant book it's written by a, a, a neurosurgeon so he knows what he's talking about he also talks about not to have coffee 8 hours before going to bed because apparently it takes coffee that long to get rid out of your of your system and alcohol so his best time to drink alcohol is 10 in the morning according to science but obviously nobody will do that because that also screws up with the entire sleep cycle the pills uh, he says that obviously you have to take pills if you are unable to sleep because that's what the doc recommends you but in reality uh, those sleeping pills or the the ones that make you drowsy but that is not the right kind of drowsiness he says that there is something called prefrontal cortex it knocks that off not the sleep centers of the brain sleep centers kuch so you are knocked off not dead for 6 hours but you are not sleeping you are just Knock, knock down. So that's what alcohol also does. Too much of it, you think yeah. that you've had a good sleep, and then a hangover. But that sleep wasn't sleep. So there are lots of interesting things in there. There are different types of sleeps, and that was also quite yeah. revolutionary. It's like REM and stuff like that, deep REM and what. Right. So read that. That that's a, that's a good book. And based on that, let's a trivia we shake. Hmm. Which was which is not from the book. You know the Spanish. There there is a tradition for siesta. Why is it called siesta? Ah, I've never bothered finding out why is uh, it called siesta. Aha! Uh-huh. So, the word siesta comes from Latin "hora sexta." It basically stands for sixth hour. It doesn't mean six p.m. It means it is sixth hour from sunrise, which roughly translates to the middle of the day. And this goes back to when people worked in farming; they needed some break because it was too hot outside. That's why. they took siesta that's why it's called siesta 6 hours after waking up there is a story about uh, how einstein aristotle some people back in the day would hold a heavy key in their right hand and they would nod off to sleep and after a while you lose control of that hand and the key would fall and clang onto the ground which would act as an alarm for you to wake up so it is just around 20 odd minutes till uh, Uh, that you need to nap if you nap any further then you will be more lethargic so so that oh. so it i think it goes back in the day 
मतलब ये कभी हुआ Yeah, you gave quite quite a bit of a range there. You went from Aristotle to Einstein. Einstein, so that, yeah. That, that's a that's a massive <laughs> range. <laughs> Some smart guy did this basically. You see, the next topic that we have is about not so smart guys. Be, be, before oh, you sorry, we sorry. move on, no, but tell me, like it's sleeping on the job. There are this is a perk, but some people do it anyway. But what are different ways with which you can? pretend that you're doing a lot of work while you are actually sleeping at the job figuratively for example uh, in cold countries uh, you you need to go with a coat in the morning right you have to wear a coat so they yeah. say that the oldest trick in the book is leave your coat on display at the chair at all times and it will look like you are the first to arrive and last to leave <laughs> and also some people are tethered to their desk so much so that people don't realize that you exist I, you remember it went viral back in 2004 when there was some guy in finland he was a tax inspector uh, he had died at his desk and uh, oh, it took yes, them, it, it, yeah, took it, them it, a couple of days to figure that out that's so, true that's true i i remember us talking and covering about covering that story that that was really sad don't don't i mean take your work seriously nobody cares is the the moral yeah, of the story not, one not, not or rather don't take i would say don't take your colleagues likely go say hi go go talk to them a little bit right i have seen people take naps in china when i was visiting there there was no stigma attached they had pillows they had special pillows to nap on their desks i used to keep a camping bed in office in japan just if i would feel like it take a quick quick nap people who have worked especially engineers who might have been there who would have sometimes they have to do code releases at night they come back at some 3 o'clock the next day if they have to come come back and then they feel a bit drowsy then it's it's there please go sleep if you want i have to tell you that back in 1998 my dad who worked at a, a public sector undertaking in a job which did not require 1/10th of uh, rigor as you know the coders did and he enjoyed his job very much he took me behind five cupboards and there were six chairs arranged in an order on which there was a bed and they had improvised a bed out of chairs and he said yeah we take a nap here man and this is <laughs> back in the day when <laughs> we didn't have these startups and unicorns and so it they ahead of its time psus were ahead of their time man. yeah and civil servants working in psus not only in india but there was one in germany In 2012 he wrote a message to his colleagues on his retirement he said that i haven't done a stroke of work for the past 14 years he confessed that but i have been paid i'm sure that company brought in time clocks after <laughs> this guy published it <laughs> and put up cameras for everyone yeah, and everyone must be like sale tu to chale gaya dekhna tera time to ho gaya kabhi ne greater good to soch raha tha Anyways, it yeah. they're still way better off than the people who we are going to talk about in the next story. So, mm. Go Airways flight took off, leaving its passengers on the tarmac. Yes, yeah. you have to pause to let that sink in. <laughs> exactly. Ha, bole to. It is exactly what I said. They put a bunch of passengers, fifty-five passengers, in a bus. and the bus went on to a tarmac they were supposed to be offloaded and then let allowed to go into the plane there is a tweet which basically summarizes 5:35 am boarded the bus for aircraft 6:30 still in bus stuffed with 50 passengers driver stopped the bus after being forced 
flight G eight one one six takes off, leaving fifty plus passengers on the tarmac. They did not open up the doors. For all the checklists that aviation industry has, who missed this particular ticking <laughs> this particular checkbox? Absolutely. So DGCA, uh, the aviation civil aviation regulators, has basically asked what's happening. Why they have called? <laughs> uh, the airline has said everyone has been derostered. Whoever was on that flight operating, everyone has been derostered and not not serving. We deeply, their message is, we deeply appreciate and value your patience for bearing with us. In line with our philosophy or customer centricity, the airline has decided to offer all affected passengers one free ticket for travel on any domestic sector in the next twelve months. Shouldn't they be like getting lifetime free or at least five years free? You're not offering one free ticket. You are offering them the ticket that they paid for. Yes, true that. And and had they done that, I think that would have been brilliant PR. Instead of getting, you know, Dhoni gets paid ten crore rupees for a two-day shoot. You know, it's a celebrity endorsement. So instead of going for a celebrity endorser, just pay one year's worth of or five years worth of airfares. It'll still not come to that amount, and you get yourself. People will talk about you. That's what Tylenol did, right? The, ah, they did. What did they do? Or oh, people died after taking their medicine, right? What was that? Yeah, someone, someone basically put cyanide into some of their products. This impacted only the Chicago area. But what they did was basically emptied off all. They they recalled or took Tylenol off of the shelves from all of US, which the customers really liked. And then they came up with that, you know, anti-lock thing, uh, protective special. Caps. That is an example of how they dealt with it smartly. Here, despite all the what is that? Hullabaloo. What is the word that you had used last time? Hullabaloo. Kerfuffle. No, no, hold on. Kerfuffle. Yes, And despite all of this, the tweet from Go First, when one of the customers complained, the tweet said, Hi, Shreya, we regret the inconvenience caused. Kindly share your PNR contact number and email ID via DM so our team can take a look. This is a proper Dilbert comic strip play, playing out, isn't it? Meaning you know that is not how one should respond through a bot for such things. But there are no exceptions. There is a process that, that they will follow no matter what. Process me likha hai. Process me likha hai. That GPT might do better. What do you think? But it will probably in, infuse some. That's where that's where one of the applications of chat GPT someday might lie, where it will respond like a human being and not like a bot. And maybe yeah. it will use its own intelligence to throw in, hey, for this distress caused, here's a lifetime supply of free miles. And the CEO will be like, hey, the AI is getting smarter than us. ट्रस्ट <laughs> It's time to wrap this episode up. Thanks a lot for staying with us and listening through episode number two hundred and thirty-nine. I hope you come back and keep downloading, and not just that, subscribe. Subscribe to our podcast on in your favorite 
podcast listening app. We are also on Spotify. It has the latest episodes now. We are on yeah, Apple yeah. We are on Google Podcasts everywhere, right? So no more excuses. So follow us on Twitter as well. Um, until the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>